All right. Welcome back to the Velocity Cast, guys. This week, I want to talk a little bit about getting after it, going for it, seizing opportunities, going after what you want, why it's important, how to do it, how to be prepared, all of these things. So my life to this point has been a series of opportunities that I've been given. You know, I I certainly haven't made it entirely on my own. I've been fortunate to uh, work with some incredible people and have been given some chances to succeed that I, you know, I can't sit here and pretend uh, weren't given to me. You know, I've I've been given phenomenal opportunities um, that a lot of people haven't been given. And I want to talk about how to kind of set yourself up for success, how to seize these moments when they come your way, and why it's important to do so. So if we think about luck, this concept of luck, and we talk about, oh, that person's lucky because, you know, they got a chance to to do something. You know, I'm in the production world, and so I see luck or hear luck mentioned a lot when it comes to people in the entertainment industry, right? Because there are so many good actors, so many good writers, so many good directors, so many good producers, you know, you name it. And the fraction of those talented people who make it to stardom is small, right? The, the, there is far more talent than we readily see on any given day. And it's easy to think about things in terms of luck. And there certainly is an element of luck involved in anything, in in achieving success in any avenue. But one thing that I like to think about is this concept of luck surface area that Sahil Bloom talks about a lot, where, you know, being lucky is certainly a factor in success, but you can increase your likelihood of luck finding you by increasing your luck surface area. And so that's the first thing that I want to explore today is how do we do that and what exactly is it? So your luck surface area is basically all of the factors that go into putting you in an advantageous situation where you are more likely to be lucky. So there are a handful of ways that you can do this, one of which is you know, living in a city is certainly one of the ways to do this. And that's not to say that you have to live in a city to be successful, but think about the number of off chance interactions that you have being in a major urban area. I can tell you right now, the ability to drop everything and go to a last minute dinner meeting with somebody who can change my career and change my life has directly benefited me on more than one occasion, right? The ability to take a chance meeting at a social club here in Boston and, you know, meet somebody who was able to kind of propel my career forward. These are things that I'm able to do because I'm close enough to take advantage of those opportunities. If I lived an hour, two hours outside of a major city or major urban area, it would be much harder for me to do those things. And so for me, Living in a city has been a choice that I have made to increase my luck surface area throughout my career thus far. You know, I spent a large portion of my career to date working in and running a gym in the heart of downtown Boston. And it part of it was because I was passionate about fitness, obviously, and, and it's played a huge role in my life. 
But the direct benefit of that is that I have rubbed elbows with some of the most influential people in the city. I've helped change their lives for the better. And I have gotten more than a handful of favors because of that, right? I, I know a lot of people in a lot of industries and in a lot of areas because of the time that I spent there during my career. And so that is a way that I've directly increased my luck surface area. And so all of these little factors add up and create an environment where you can be incredibly lucky compared to your neighbor who may not have put themselves in the same situations. Another way that you can increase your luck surface area is by putting in the work and the preparation required to achieve some level of mastery in something, right? So in my newsletter, I told a story about giving feedback on a commercial that I worked on when I was given an opportunity early in my film career. And I had to that point spent a tremendous number of hours learning, practicing, and creating things on my own. I had, you know, burned through a million YouTube channels and videos trying to learn about camera settings, trying to learn about techniques. I read two books on directing, so kind of understanding how you edit to create a film or create a commercial or whatever. And so by the time that I was actually working on my first real set on the production side, I had already put in countless hours practicing and honing the craft. And so when I was given or shown the initial cut of the commercial and I realized that there was a better take, something that would improve the end product, I was able to notice that and recognize that because of the work that I had put in leading up to that point. So all of the preparation and all of the hours spent increased my luck, if you will, because I recognized something that could make the final product better. And by being willing to speak up in that situation, I was able to differentiate myself from a lot of the other people who were working on that project. And that directly led to a number of other jobs, you know, with that team, with that director. And so being lucky really boils down to one, putting yourself in a better position consistently and two, being prepared for when opportunity strikes. And a lot of people who complain about being unlucky are also the people who do nothing to better themselves during other times, right? They're the people who aren't practicing their skills. They're the people who aren't learning anything. You know, a lot of times if somebody is chronically unlucky, quote unquote, ask them the last time they read a book or, you know, learned something on their own. And I think you'll be surprised or unsurprised to hear that the answer is they don't know or they haven't learned anything. So we forfeit our right to complain about our luck if we are not doing anything to put ourselves in a better situation. Now, that is not to say that life can be unfair and life can be unlucky. That is certainly the case, right? There are many things that happen that are completely outside of our control. But what I want you to understand is that you can increase the likelihood that luck will find you by putting in the groundwork and by being better prepared, being you know, putting in those hours, learning new skills, getting educated, doing all these things, all of that stuff is in your control so that when you happen to find yourself in a situation where there is an opportunity available, you can seize that opportunity. 
So part one of opportunities in general is just understanding that there is a, a prerequisite level of preparation that goes into A, being able to recognize opportunities and B, being able to seize them, right? If you don't have the skill set required, even if there's an opportunity, good opportunity staring you in the face, you won't be able to take advantage of it. So step one is increase your luck surface area, put yourself in a good position to win and increase your skill set. Put in the time, learn, practice, so that when an opportunity comes your way, you can recognize it and you can take advantage. Now, part two of this is you have to speak up and you have to seize the opportunities that are presented to you. There has never been a situation in life where somebody was just minding their own business and a random stranger came along and gave them a life-changing opportunity or a career-changing opportunity. We read about situations like this in fairy tales and in stories, but in reality, there are no genies in a bottle. There is no one that is going to grant you three wishes. Opportunities come to those who ask for them. You know, uh, salaries at work is a prime example. If you never negotiate your salary, if you never ask for a raise, if you don't present an argument for why you should be making more money, other people doing the same work as you, likely doing a worse job, are going to out-earn you because they're willing to speak up. One of the There's a quote that I, this is probably attributed to a million people. I don't actually know who originally said this, but right now, there is someone less qualified than you who is more successful than you because they were willing to take a chance. You have a better skill set. You are more prepared for whatever opportunity you know in question. But there's somebody out there right now who's doing a better job, who is succeeding where you are not, simply because they are willing to put themselves out there. They're willing to take a shot, whether it pays off or not. And this kind of goes, you know, in along with or is in line with uh, our discussion of of failure and fear of failure, right? Where you have to be willing to to put yourself out there in order to succeed, right? You can't play it safe in life and expect to to get where you want to go. And big dreams require being audacious and really going out there and getting after it. And so when it comes to luck, when it comes to opportunities, at some point you got to shoot your shot. You need to lay the groundwork and lay the foundation so that you can back up what you're saying with actual action. But once you have a certain level of preparation, you just need to put yourself out there. You need to go after it. You need to seize those opportunities. You know, if there's somebody you want to work with or work for, find a way to get in contact with that person. I love reading stories about creative ways that people have gotten into meetings or whatever. Um, you know, even it, let's talk about uh, there's that movie, The Pursuit of Happiness with Will Smith, you know, which is based on a real individual who went from being homeless on the streets to one of the most successful stockbrokers of all time by putting themselves in the room, going for it, and shooting their shot. And once they got in the room, they proved their value, right? Proved that they belonged, stepped up to the challenge, and succeeded. And that is stories like that where somebody, you know, finds a creative way to put themselves in the right room and then takes advantage of that opportunity is incredible. So there was a story, and I, you know, I don't want to butcher it too much, but uh, I believe... This story was discussed in uh, David versus Goliath or David and Goliath, which is a Malcolm Gladwell book, which I'll link in the show notes. 
And the whole premise of the book is that there are a lot of things that are seeming, you know, disadvantages that end up being advantages because they cause people to either solve problems creatively or they, you know, toughen people up, right? One of the examples he uses are people who survived bombings during World War II, you know, that their towns are getting bombed and destroyed. And they ended up being some of the happiest people following that period of time because they had something directly terrible to compare their life to. And when they realized that to contrast the horror of war, their lives were beautiful and, and something to be grateful for. And so hard times do or can create, uh, you know, happier people, stronger people. Uh, and so that's kind of the whole premise of the book. But one of the things he talks about is, is people who succeeded despite, uh, you know, uh, disadvantages like dyslexia or whatever. And one of the stories that he talks about is basically there was a, you know, a, a guy who wanted to meet with a, kind of a powerful Wall Street banker and ended up finding a way to just split a cab to the airport with this individual um, and and kind of put themselves in this environment where, all right, they, it was rush hour traffic. So they knew that they were going to have a long time to sit in the car with this individual and by doing that, they put themselves in a position where they were able to talk themselves into a career, the career that they wanted, because they put themselves in a room and in a situation where they could pitch themselves to this person. And so stories like that are more common than you think. And a lot of times success just boils down to people who have found creative solutions or creative ways to get themselves the audience that they need to take things to the next level. So what I would encourage you to do is I want you to think about the things that you want to accomplish. Think about the goals that you have for yourself. And I want you to try to think of creative ways that you can put yourself in better rooms or put yourself in better situations to go for opportunities that are in line with those goals. So maybe there's somebody who you know works at a, a firm that you want to work for, or somebody who uh, has a position that you you know a career path that you want to follow? How can you get an audience with that person? You know, the people who just submit job applications blindly and and hope for the best; those are not the type of people who are going to succeed at the highest level. You need to find a way to stand out from the pack, to stand out from other people who are trying to do what you want to do. So how do you put yourselves in better rooms? I have a friend from high school who has created an incredible career as a music producer and a music uh, manager, and he just moved to LA. He set up shop out there. He you know, scrapped for as long as it, it took until they were able to get an audience with a, an established producer, and they used that relationship to create something really special and to uh, get to the next level, right? They, they just, they got in the room, they got in the room, they pitched, you know, their, their abilities and their skill set, and they were able to shoot their shot and take advantage of that opportunity. So it just boils down to putting yourself in the right room. And it's easier than you might think. That doesn't mean that it's easy, but a lot of times all it requires is for you to just be a little bit audacious for you to just take a chance and for those who are maybe a little bit worried about taking that chance or a little bit worried about sending that message, one of my favorite quotes, uh, this is one from Tim Ferriss, where he says, your success in life is directly proportional 
to the number of uncomfortable conversations you're willing to have. Uncomfortable conversations are not mostly negative conversations. Uncomfortable conversations are the ones where you send that cold email or that cold LinkedIn message to somebody and you say, hey, you know, uh, this is my portfolio of work. I, I think our skill sets align. I'd really love to help you out. Or you shoot that message to, to somebody on Twitter or, or Instagram or whatever and just try to make that connection. You never know what's going to happen. But if you never send the message, if you never reach out, if you never, you know, go for it, then you're never going to get that opportunity. But for every 10, 20 no's that you get or for every 20 messages of yours that are ignored, how much would your life change if that next message, that 21st message, somebody responds, somebody you respect responds? So you have nothing to lose and everything to gain. And it's a little bit scary, but the more you do it, the easier it gets. And remember, first and foremost, you have to put in the the work, lay the groundwork, lay the foundation. You have to put in the time so that you're prepared when opportunity comes your way. And then most importantly, once you're prepared, once you've done that homework, the only way that an opportunity will ever land in your lap, the only way that you'll ever be able to take advantage of it is to go out there and seize it. Closed mouths don't get fed. You have to speak up. You have to go after what you want. And once you do it a couple times, you'll get over that fear of failure. It becomes easier to do so the next time. So my best opportunities in life have come from speaking up, from going after it, from, you know, reaching out to people, from taking a chance. And uh, the rejection is nowhere near as negative as the upside of if they say yes or if they give you the chance. So go after it, seize those opportunities, put yourself out there. And until next week, I hope you have a wonderful weekend. Mm -hmm.